0: Hosea 4 6 says my people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge I also reject you as my priest because you have ignored the law of your God I also will ignore your children so we want to promote the Word of God here we want to give um, get that our minds renewed so that there won't be destruction but there will be that new man that new life Uh, we want to transform our imaginations by gaining eternal perspective Reading, reflecting, and praying God's complete word together. Lord,
1: thank you for today. Thank you for bringing us all here. Um, Lord, you are you are amazing. You are the one and only. You are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the beginning and the end. Um, Lord, when they say two or more are gathered, we know that the Holy Spirit will be present. Lord, Lord, allow allow our minds to be opened. Um, allow us to absorb allow these words to marinate within our soul minds and bodies let these things effervesce from us so that they come from us like overflowing water let this cup run us over with your knowledge and your love lord and allow today To be an instrument and let us play your music of love and knowledge today. In in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Thanks, brother. So today's reading, we have Psalms 103, uh, going from 13 to 22. We have 2 Corinthians 1, 12 to 22. And we have 2 Chronicles 29 to 31, which we're going to have to read the second half of so get ready for that Psalms 103 13 to 22
2: as a father has compassion on his children so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him for he knows how we are formed he remembers that we are dust as for mortals their days are like grass they flourish like a flower of the field the wind blows over it and it is gone and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him, and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you, his servants, who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works everywhere. His dominion, praise the Lord, my soul.
0: Amen. I just love that singing part. What stood out to you in this passage? What inspiration did you get from this passage? And what type of instructions uh, did you get from this passage? Uh, Verse 19, man.
3: Verse 19 really stood out to me. Uh, The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Mm -hmm. He said, listen, his kingdom is he has established it. This is a fact. It is a finished work. It's not being established. He's not still gathering materials, still working on the blueprints, still raising funding. No, it has been established. And now he rules over all. You know, and it's like, wow. uh, Just keep thinking about how so many times we're just seeing it in, in society right now. So much people are trying to, you know, raise up amongst one another and establish what is the rule and what is law and order and what should be and how things should be handled mm-hmm. when the lord has established all of it his truth is here for us to see Amen. and not only did he do that but you know David's always reminded us too that this generation this dispensation of grace that we're in jesus christ now has come and lived and died for us and been risen again. And he sent back the Holy Spirit to guide amen, us amen. on how so to um, apply the word, to be that good counselor, uh, to be that um, teacher and that um, the lamp and, and the light to our feet. And so
0: amen. he
3: has established his path. I'm, I'm encouraged by that. I'm inspired by that.
0: Amen, such a blessing. Such a blessing. Anyone else? What stood out to you? What inspiration did you get from this passage? What type of instructions?
1: Um, I got from 17 and 18 It goes, uh, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him and his righteousness to his children's children to such as keep his covenant and those who remember his commandments to do them. So one I believe through 17, obviously before that you're reminded that one how sort of insignificant really we really are in the scope of this vastness of time space, right? Mm-hmm. Um it's reminding you of that but then Let's remind you, like we we serve a God that is so merciful, and it's so everlasting. But what's crucial is that, you know, the fact that this will, if you fear Him, His righteousness, you know, to His children's children, um, you know, that speaks of, you know, um, you know of, a, of this coming message, which is like, you know. God always, his people, It's it's, it's including your family, you know, and and it goes through generations and that's powerful. But once again, we're reminded of the past of, you know, but it matters if what you do and you keep his covenant, you know, and reminding you, you know, fear him, Mm -hmm. follow my law and, and keep my covenant and you will be good and your place will be set in heaven. And then obviously the coming of jesus and the holy spirit you know being redeemed and renewed now we know through the holy spirit we can we can live this way and we can achieve it and we can do all these commandments so it's just, um, it just a great reminder to believers mm-hmm. to, one, remember who you are. Remember you are a blessed and chosen people. Your children and your children will be blessed. All you must do is fear him, remember who I am, follow my law, and you will be good and you will be blessed. Amen. I think it's just a reminder to, to believers that... You know, stay on the course, and 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 all will be good. You know, seek whoever seeks his kingdom, everything will be given to you. If that's just a reminder,
0: yeah. Seek first the kingdom of God and all His righteousness. All these things added unto us. Amen. Mm. Rock College, Lords, <laughs> what's up, brother? How you doing?
4: Good. My bad. I'm still signed in under. <laughs> all right our college here at the church. Um good man, I'm doing good, doing good. Um, man, that thirteen and fourteen uh really really got me this morning. Um as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord mm. has compassion on those who fear him.
5: Ooh,
4: that he knows how we are formed. He remi- he remembers that we are dust. Man mm. Like, I think it's funny. We, how many things us as human beings, we take and we profane it, or we take and we pervert it. Uh, uh, we take and we, or we don't. Um, we take for granted the things we take and we um, don't appreciate the things that we take and we forget. Um, And um, just for him to say, remember, he remembers that we are dust. Mm -hmm. How much more this, this father who, who where heaven is his throne and earth is his footstool. Mm. and, And to picture that, like if you go up to out of this universe and try to picture one human being You cannot see them, just a speck, um, a micro speck. Mm -hmm. And yet God gives us his attention and and what we make dust, we make dust useless, meaningless, worthless. But um, even the dust that we see, the dust that we kick up, the dust that we walk on and yet, and yet God, you know, us, being made, from this, uh, still leans down, gives us his attention, uh, or even more so, says, "Hey, you know, I I like hearing the tone of your voice. I like like I don't know. It just it just put it just put a whole different perspective of how um how loving he is um, um that 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 here it is." Us being dirt, dust, steel, sees us precious
0: mm-hmm. and,
4: loves us and desires way more for us than we desire for ourselves. And so I just put a whole different perspective on it.
0: Amen. You know, they, it, it, it comes to my mind, it's like God does it put more on us than we can bear, but he always gives us a way to overcome and, you know him knowing us that we are weak that we are like just dust you know um shows us that he has compassion like you were saying you know um he's not gonna put more on us than we can bear he knows us he knows that we're we have a short life (laughs) so just like you know that compassion is there because he knows our limits sometimes we don't know our limits and we try to do everything but uh He knows our limits and he's like, okay, you failed, you messed up. Look, I know you, I already knew you were gonna mess up. That's why I sent my son. I already made provisions for you, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's just like (laughs) knowing that he provides for us even before we even mess up and we even see our limitations, you know? Like he Mm -hmm. already knows. He already knows what's in our heart. He already knew what we was gonna go through. He already knew the sin he was gonna commit. You know, I'm mm. um, not saying that we happily committed, but we just know that like, um, a father does not throw his baby in the trash can because it pooped. Mm. <laughs> He's like, okay, you know, you made a mess. <laughs> I'm gonna clean it up, and then I'm gonna bring you back. You know, because he know that's that saying. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater is 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 so true. It's like God knows, you know. Hey, Ola, she's in the building.
6: Morning.
0: Morning. 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 So yes, Psalms 103. Uh, I don't know if you heard uh, any of it, Paola. If you did, uh, did if you uh, did you hear it, Psalms 103? No. Okay. The room.
5: Yeah, I'll hear the next one.
0: That's all right. That's all right. All right. Did anyone else have anything else to say? If not, we're gonna go into prayer. I just
7: wanted to point out. um you know, like you said, um, like all of you said, um, I, think, I think the biggest thing that stood out to me was um, fearing God, fearing God and praising God. And um, it's easy to forget to do that in the list of our schedules and our day. And um, he, it's almost like he's saying we can have all of these things if we just run to him and if we make time for him instead of being um, caught up in our single-mindedness and just thinking we can do these things she called us to do alone. Uh, but making sure that, you know, sometimes we like, just dropping everything to, to read the Bible the first thing in the morning, you know, and coming to him instead of just waking up single-mindedly, like, this is everything I'm going to do today. Mm. You know, um, but praising him and fearing him, um, they're recognizing, you know, he will have compassion and grace on me throughout
0: the day. Amen. Um, yeah. And I am looking forward to hear all the blessings that come through you guys through our lives. Like, I, there's just a difference uh, from serving God and then serving other stuff, you know, our, our agenda. So I am expecting to hear testimonies. I wanna hear I wanna start hearing some testimonies, you know what I'm saying? About how God is moving uh in our lives and stuff. So I can't wait. To, but thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's go before God in prayer and uh just ask him to help us retain this and uh stay in this place of knowing that he cares for us like a father um who has a very compassionate heart. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you care for us like a father you you are protective you know like a like a father is protective of his his daughter or you know protective and caring or 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 compassionate towards us like a a son lord uh, that you want us to do well you want us to see us succeed lord your heart is not evil your heart is not wicked lord but you give us good gifts lord you give us good things lord Lord, we know that uh, when we come to you and when we ask you and we seek your counsel and we seek your face, that you show your face and that you give us grace, you give us um, understanding, you give us wisdom. Lord, let us not forget where to turn to in our times of need, where to go to in our times of trouble, that we can turn to you and that you will have the answers, that you will show us compassion, that you know that we are full form- you know our weaknesses you know where we would fall before we even fail so Lord let us fall into your arms let us fall into your grace let us fall into your mercy whenever we stumble let us stumble into you dear Heavenly Father mm-hmm. we just pray that today as we go out on our journeys Lord that people will see you and us and that every opportunity that we get Lord that we can tell them about your love and your compassion, that we will share that love and that compassion, that we will have an impact for the gospel and bring people into your family. Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter one, starting with verse 12 and going to 22.
6: Now this is our boast. Our conscience testifies that we have conducted ourselves in the world and especially in our relations with you with integrity and godly sincerity. We have done so relying not on worldly wisdom, but on God's grace. For we do not write you anything you cannot read or understand. And I hope that, as you have understood us in part, you will come to understand fully that you can boast of us just as we will boast of you in the day of the Lord Jesus. Because I was confident of this, I wanted to visit you first so that you might benefit twice. I wanted to visit you on my way to Macedonia and to come back to you from Macedonia, and then to have you send me on my way to Judea. Was I fickle when I intended to do this? Or do I make my plans in a worldly manner, so that in the same breath I say both yes, yes, and no, no? But as surely as God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me and Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no. But in him it has always been yes. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the Amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us, and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing, what is to come.
0: Let's reflect on that. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, starting with verse 12, going to 22. What stood out to you? What inspiration do we get from this passage? And what type of instructions do we get from this passage?
3: Oh man, um, First, you know, uh, verse 12. Indeed, this is our boast. The testimony of our conscience is that we have conducted ourselves in the world and especially towards you with godly sincerity and purity, not human wisdom, but, but God's grace. You know, that last part, this is not human wisdom, but God's grace. I'm not smart. I didn't figure this out. This isn't some like, great thing that I concocted or or came up with, right? No no believer can say that. This is God's wisdom. This is from the, the throne that's been established in heaven that was sent down to us in love and mercy and grace, and we have an opportunity to receive it. All I did was make a choice to receive it, and I've seen the transformation that's happened in my life, and I know that it can do it for anybody else, and so I'm sharing it now with you. Right, That's the position of a a believer. And then it goes in 20, you know, for every one of God's promises is yes in Christ. Therefore, through him, we also say amen to the glory of God. Now it is God who strengthens us together in you in Christ, with you in Christ, who has anointed us. He put a seal on us and gave us his Holy Spirit as a down payment. And not even, you know, every promise is yes all we have to do all i have to do is just accept the promises father i pray that you would just help us accept your promises amen help us accept your promises i I condemn and and cast out anything that that timidity that doubt that fear that's making us not be able to accept it in jesus name amen
0: amen amen yeah (laughs) Who who else, what stood out to you? What inspiration do we get from this passage? What type of instructions?
5: Well, I'll just piggyback off my husband really quickly. Um, Verse 20, uh, that just stood out for no matter how many promises there are yes right. You know, and so I think it's so important, I guess the inspiration and kind of the instruction for me is to know what these promises are. You know, if I don't know them, I can't, um, I guess, access them as readily, you know, when I Mm -hmm. come to God, you know, with his own words, with his own promises back to him in prayer, that's just such a powerful thing because these, the promises are already done. He's already said them and they are always yes in Christ. And so that's just very encouraging that I can pray to God back his word. And I can, I can, um, I can pray the promises that are, that are in them over my life and over the lives of others.
0: Amen. Mm Amen. Amen. Anyone else? What stood out to you? What inspiration did you get? Uh, what type of instructions?
1: Um, I think um, I was going to talk about twenty as well. You know, for all the promises of God and Him are yes. Okay, what mm-hmm. we're reminded of, or what I'm reminded of, is that you know there are over three thousand promises in the Bible, right? And and, and, and our God is such a faithful God that will never forsake you and no promises come back void. Be reminded that when there is a contract, there's a when he makes a promise, it, it, he cannot break that. I mean, and um, uh, just sort of further just getting like some like wisdom from some elders, you know, But God even likes it when you remind him of a promise because it shows him that you know his word. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes you say, you know, you know, even when we pray, you know, when we use these promises as my sister, you know, Paola is talking about, we have to know the promises so that they can be used at the moment, you know. Sometimes we're gonna be put in moments that, you know, these promises are going to come into fruition. And and that's when by knowing the knowledge of the word, you will use the right promise at the right time. And, and these promises are going to be executed. But what's necessary is we need to know them. And I think this is why what we're doing is so powerful, not only for ourselves, but so we can execute the promises and use them hey man. um for, for his glory.
0: Hey man. You know, when you said that, what came to my mind is like language, you know. Um certain people can get certain things because they say the, the right words at the right time, you know, mm-hmm. um, just like a password, you know, I can't get into your account because mm-hmm. I don't know your password. I don't know your username. I don't know anything, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, vice versa. No. But when we have the promises of God, it lets us log mm-hmm. into his account and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? I'm feeling kind of low. I need a new balance, (laughs) guy. Can you uh, Mm -hmm. make a transfer right now? You know, and he's and you know these promises. You know the password. You're not long, and if you forgot the password, you got to hit that little forgot password thing and be like, Lord, you got to remind me of where I went wrong. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You need to remind me of who I am, and you need to remind me of the password. Jesus mm-hmm. so I can get into that account again Jesus. and get filled up. You know? Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So uh Capital J. Yes so. sir. Who else? Yeah. What stood out to you? What inspiration did we get from this passage? What type of instructions?
7: I think um the yes and the no. It's it's just like securing for us that we those those promises, those things. In Christ, that you
0: know, um, we can trust that that, that He'll be faithful. Fully
1: hmm you know, uh, because those things
0: are true. And, um, mm-hmm. Amen. Praise God. Amen. You know, it's funny too because it says Paul at the, at the title of this it says Paul changes change of plans, and this just this is good to know that the Apostle Paul. The guy who saw jesus who had this miraculous sign happen he even had to change his plans sometimes you know and it's just like paul shows his humanity in this as like you know we may have plans in our heart but god establishes our steps you know we may mm-hmm. want to do certain mm-hmm. things but you know even even in that god be like okay well now nah, i'm gonna put you here all right i'm gonna put you there sometimes I feel guilty because I'm like, man, I didn't I wasn't able to do everything that I, I promised or I wasn't able to go that place or I wasn't able to do that. or I wasn't able to visit that thing. But then it shows me that there's still grace and God already knew <laughs> stuff that was stepped out piece by piece. And I don't have to stress about it or, uh, you know, feel like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm less than. Uh, Because I see right here that Paul had the same thing. He was like, you know, I want to do this. My heart is here, but there are things that I'm out of control. (laughs) I I don't have control over, you know, Mm -hmm. and his verse 17 says, was I fickle when I intended to do this or do I make my plans in a worldly manner so that in the same breath, I, I say both yes, yes and no, no. But as truly as god is faithful our message to you is not yes and no uh for the son of god jesus christ who was preached among us you by us by me and and timothy timothy Uh uh-huh was Mm -hmm. not yes and no so i mean it shows you also the the human side that we are dust like i don't care how (laughs) apostle you get or appointed you get it's just like you're still human and god still gives interruptions in our lives, He still creates our paths, no matter what. So it's just I, I'm I'm glad think and encouraged to see that.
1: Another thing I'm reminded of, and sort of me me and brother Aaron just were talking about this the other day. And I'll, I'll preface it by saying, like, learning to 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 have respect enough to be like when you when you say you want things or going to do things understanding to have enough respect to say if god wills it you know Mm -hmm. um you know i always i if i i used to like you know when i was like searching you know um one thing i did always like was that phrase like inshallah you know which is just arabic which means if god wills it Mm -hmm. and 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 recognizing that even this, that passage that you just brought up, um, Brother Mike, that's the part that also tells you, like, once again, that's why, in respect, you, we should say that uh-huh. with all things. Because in the end of the day, you know, if you allow God to guide your steps, then He is the one who's going to, He's the ultimate navigation system. So, Mm-hmm. He's gonna tell you you need to make a right. You're like, well, I was supposed to go left, but no, you're supposed you're gonna go right. And therefore, by you saying and being strong enough and to me, respectful enough to say, hey, you know what? I would like to go see you tonight if God wills it. Mm-hmm. Because in reality, we don't know what will happen tonight. You know, matter of fact, Amen. we might not be here tonight, literally, <laughs> like dust,
0: as you say. So. Amen. Lawrence, you had some words for us. You're doing some Um, contemplation there.
2: Really just trying
4: to digest most of this, but um, I like verse 13. Uh, No, verse 12. At the end of it, he says, uh, we have done so, relying not on worldly wisdom, but on God's grace. And, um, I don't know. I just begin to think of like um, how often how it becomes natural for us to um, rely on the wisdom that we have rather than rely on God's grace. Um, I think I think it allows comfort to creep in a little bit. Um, comfortability or complacency to creep in a little bit. Um, I think about um, just, just really, um, you know. Sometimes maybe you know people ask us to do things and we question it um, instead of out of questioning it out of worldly wisdom or our own comfort, rather than just just question asking God and then making the move Um or just trusting God, like God, all right, I'm just going to say yes. And Lord, I just ask for your grace. And so, um so yeah, that's kind of.
0: Yeah. Hey man. Just know. I, I think sometimes we get stuck too. Like I, I know I do like, trying to make decisions sometimes because you like i'm not sure if i should even say yes to that or whatever you know um but it's like we can be confident and making our choices um just by knowing that we're not the only one that's in the in the equation uh because god is actually in that equation and uh we can answer honestly confidently and uh be at rest because we know hey um, God is ultimately in control, and He know, He has set out our outlines before we even went, or even before we go and do anything. So, um, praise be to God. You know, it's like sometimes we just have to—not sometimes. We we have to all the t- all the time just trust God. And be like He knows what's going to happen. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna I'm gonna have faith and move forward. I'm gonna have faith to move forward. So, uh, did anyone else have anything else to say? If not, I'm gonna ask um, Lawrence to pray. Lead us in prayer and uh, help us retain and remember this.
3: Yeah, real fast, man. Just around the, um, you know, we're talking about not my will, but yours be done.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I just want to encourage us. You know, we we hear that um, pastor scripture and Jesus is there in the garden of Gethsemane, you know, and it's like such crazy, like high stakes, dire times um, in his life, and his ministry. I just want to encourage us and remind us that like not your will or not my will, but yours be done. It is for like every situation. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be this like big, huge, crazy, deep like thing, you know? And, um, and I believe that that was shown in, in a time when it was so high stakes to let us know that like the principle applies to any situation. Um, we're talking about In a conversation I'm having last night, we're talking about uh, corrective action and and discipline, right? And and it's hard because for any manager to have to have that conversation, coach their employee or whatever, hey, you need to get better at this. We need to to correct this behavior. It's not in line with policy and procedure. Mm -hmm. It's always a hard conversation to have, but it's crazy because the situation or the industry makes a difference, right? If I'm at, um, you know, whatever, uh, I'm a janitor and I didn't like clean the floor properly. Well, my manager's still going to talk to me because you're supposed to use the right tool and you're supposed to go in the right motion with the right chemical. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you know, maybe there was a little dirt left on the ground. It's not going to change the world. However, let's go to a different industry. You know, what about when a policeman steps outside of policy?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Somebody's life could be in danger. Yeah, The stakes are so much higher. Yeah. But the principle remains the same. We have to have that same conversation and we have to go through that same process. Um, man, and that's a deep one. You know, we'll come back to a topic like that, but just knowing that when it's, we're saying his will, not my will, but yours be done. Every situation from the biggest to the smallest.
0: Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hey man, that happened to me yesterday. Uh, um, uh, I had to go pick up my mom because the car, uh, she's in town, and the car had overheated, and I was trying to get some work done, and it's just like, I was like, instead of being like, oh, man, I had the schedule set up and stuff, I was like, you know what? God is good. Let's just go and do this. (laughs) You know, uh, first time she came back, she couldn't get the gas cap off. So I was like, what's going on today? You know, I had to pull that off, and it was just a whole bunch of crazy stuff that was happening yesterday. And uh, But I was like, man... God is good. You know, just keep rolling with that, you know, and knowing that he's going to he's going to work things out. So I was originally going to have Lawrence to pray, but it looks like he's got busy at this time. So uh, I'm going to say yes and amen to uh, Aaron. Lead us in a prayer. Hallelujah. Yes.
3: I wanted to pray. I wanted to pray for this one. Hallelujah. Lord God, your promises, no matter what the promise, Father.
0: Yes, Lord. That you have
3: made to us. They are yes and amen in Christ. It's been spoken to us to the glory of God. Yes. Now it is God who makes us, both you and I, stand firm in Christ. He has anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us, yes. and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Father God, thank you for your faithfulness towards us. Yes, Thank you that your promises to us are yes and amen through Christ. Through Christ, they are always yes and amen. Jesus, you are the password. You are the door. You are our way and our access point to the Father, to his promises, his glorious riches and incomparable power, his grace and mercy. Thank you. Heavenly Father, help us to retain this and to hold on to this, to remain steadfast in this, to stand firmly upon this truth that all your promises for us are yes and amen through Christ. God, and I pray that you would be stirring us to look more into your promises, to learn more about your promises, to have a greater understanding and a greater retention. Thereof, God, so that when the falseness and the lies and the deception and the attacks come against us, Lord, that we'll be able to be reminded in our hearts of your truth and your promises towards us, and we will be able to stand strong and claim our victory through Christ Jesus. Now we bless you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. 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 Second Chronicles twenty nine to thirty one. Get your Bibles out. Get ready to uh, read because we are going to have, after first chapter, a live session of jumping back and forth reading. So popcorn, (laughs) Michael. Actually, we're not going to even have that. Because I didn't put the thing in there. So yes and amen. We're going to improvise. Let's start off with 2 Chronicles 29 to 31. Aaron, would you lead us off?
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me just get there. Good brother. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. We made a left-hand turn. We're going to chapter 29. Hallelujah. Yep. And here we are. Second uh, Chronicles chapter 29. Christian Standard Bible. Hezekiah was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abijah, daughter of Zechariah. He did what was right in the Lord's sight, just as his ancestor David had done. In the first year of his reign, the first month, he opened the doors of the Lord's temple and repaired them. Then he brought in the priests and Levites and gathered them in the eastern public square. He said to them, hear me, Levites, consecrate yourselves now and consecrate the temple of the Lord, the God of your ancestors. Remove everything impure from the holy place. For our fathers were unfaithful and did what is evil in the sight of the Lord, our God. They abandoned him turn their faces away from the Lord's dwelling place and turn their backs on him. They also closed the doors of the portico, extinguishing the lamps, did not burn incense and did not offer burnt offerings in the holy place of the God of Israel. Therefore, the wrath of the Lord was on Judah and Jerusalem and he made them an object of terror, horror, and mockery as you see with your own eyes our fathers fell by the sword and our sons our daughters and our wives in captivity because of this Mm. it is in my heart now to make a covenant with the lord the god of israel so that his burning anger may turn away from us Mm. my sons don't be negligent now the Lord has chosen you to stand in His presence, to serve Him, and to be His ministers and burners of incense. Popcorn, David. Oh, my bad. Verse
1: twelve. Then, then these Levites arose. Um, math the son of Amazai and Joel, the son of Azariah, of the sons of the Kohathites, of the sons of Morari, Kish, the son of Abdai, and Azariah, the son of Jehalel of the of the Gershonites, Joah, the son of Zima. And, and Eden, the son of Joab, of the sons of Elizabethan, Shimri, and Ja'il, of the sons of Asaph, Zach, Zachariah, and Mataniah, of the sons of Heman, Ja'il, and Shimei, and of the sons of Judas uh, shemaiah and Uzeel, and they gathered their brethren, sanctified themselves, and went according to the commandment of the king. At the words of the Lord to cleanse the house of the Lord. And then the priest, then the priest went into the inner part of the house of the Lord to cleanse it and brought out all the debris that they found in the temple of the Lord to the court of the house of the Lord. And the Levites took it out and carried it to the brook Kidron. Now they began to sanctify on the first day of the first month. And on the eighth day of the month, they came to the vestibule of the Lord. So they sanctified the house of the Lord in eight days, and on the 16th day of the first month, they finished. They, they went in to King Hezekiah and said, We have cleansed all the, all the house of the Lord, the altar of burnt offerings with all its articles, and the table of showbread show with all its articles moreover all the articles which King Ahaz in his reign had cast aside in his transgressions we have prepared and sanctified, and there they are before the altar of the Lord
0: early the next morning King Hezekiah gathered the city officials together and went up to the temple of the Lord they brought seven bulls seven rams seven male lambs and seven male goats as a sin offering for the kingdom for the sanctuary and for judah the king commanded the priests the descendants of aaron to offer these on the altar of the lord so they slaughtered the bulls and the priest took the blood and splashed it against the altar next they slaughtered the rams and splashed their blood against the altar then they slaughtered the um Lambs I'm thinking I'm reading the same thing over and they splashed against the altar the goats for the sin offering were were Brought before the king and assembled assembly and they laid their hands on them The priests then slaughtered the goats and presented their blood on the altar for sin offering to atone for all Israel because the king had ordered the burnt offering and the sin offering for all Israel he stationed the Levites in the temple of the Lord with cymbals, harps and the way prescribed by David and Gad the king seer, and Nathan the prophet this was commanded by the Lord through his prophets so the Levites stood ready David's instruments and the priests with their trumpets Hezekiah gave the order to sacrifice the burnt offering on the altar as the offering began singing to the Lord began also accompanied by trumpets and the instruments of of David king of Israel the whole assembly bowed in worship while the musicians played the trumpets sounded and all this continued until the sacrifice of the burnt offerings was completed when the offerings were finished the king and everyone present with him knelt down and worship King Hezekiah and his officials ordered the Levites to praise the Lord with the words of David and of Asaph the seer So they sang praises with gladness and bowed down and worship. Then Hezekiah said, You have now dedicated yourselves to the Lord. Come and bring sacrifices and thank offerings to the temple of the Lord. So the assembly brought sacrifices and thank offerings and all whose hearts were willing brought burnt offerings. The number of burnt offerings the assembly brought was 70 bulls, 100 rams and 200 male lambs all of them for burnt offerings to the Lord. The animals consecrated as sacrifices amounted to 600 bulls and 3,000 sheep and goats. The priests, however, were too few to skin all the burnt offerings. So their relatives, the Levites, helped them until the task was finished and until other priests had been consecrated. For the Levites had been more conscientious in consecrating themselves than the priests had been. There were burnt offerings in abundance, together with the fat of the fellowship offerings and the drink offerings that accompanied the burnt offerings. So the service of the temple of the Lord was reestablished. Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced at what God had brought about for his people because it was done so quickly. Uh, I'm going to pass it back over to the, the Scots.
5: Okay, so I'm reading from NIV. Uh, Hezekiah celebrates the Passover. Hezekiah sent word to all Israel and Judah and also wrote letters to Ephraim and Manasseh, inviting them to come to the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem and celebrate the Passover to the Lord, the God of Israel. The king and his officials and the whole assembly in Jerusalem decided to celebrate the Passover in the second month. They had not been able to celebrate it at a regular time because not enough priests had consecrated themselves, and the people had not assembled in Jerusalem. The plan seemed right, both to the king and to the whole assembly. They decided to send a proclamation throughout Israel, from Beersheba to Dan, calling the people to to come to Jerusalem and celebrate the Passover to the Lord, the God of Israel. It had not been celebrated in large numbers according to what was written. At the king's command, couriers went throughout Israel and Judah with letters from the king and from which read people of israel return to the lord the god of abraham isaac and israel that he may return to you who are left who have escaped from the hand of the kings of assyria mm. do not be like your parents and your fellow israelites who were unfaithful to the lord the god of their ancestors so that he made them an object of horror as you see do not be stiff-necked as your ancestors mm. submit to the lord Come to his sanctuary, which he has consecrated forever. Serve the Lord your God so that his fierce anger will turn away from you. If you return to the Lord, then your fellow Israelites and your children will be shown compassion by their captors and will return to this land. For the Lord your God is gracious and compassionate. He will not turn his face from you if you return to him. Keep going. The couriers went from town to town in Ephraim and Manasseh as far as Zebulun, the people scorned and ridiculed them. Nevertheless, some from Asher, Manasseh, and Zebulun humbled themselves and went to Jerusalem. Also in Judah, the hand of God was on the people to give them unity of mind to carry out what the king and his officials had ordered, following the word of the Lord. A very large crowd of people assembled in Jerusalem to celebrate the festival of, of unleavened bread in the second month. They removed the altars in Jerusalem and cleared away the incense altars and threw them into the Kidron Valley. They slaughtered the Passover lamb on the 14th day of the second month. The priests and the Levites were ashamed and consecrated themselves and brought burnt offerings to the temple of the Lord. Then they took up their regular positions as prescribed in the law of Moses, the man of God. The priests splashed against the altar, the blood handed to them by the Levites. Since many in the crowd had not consecrated themselves, the Levites had to kill the Passover lambs for all those who were not ceremonially clean and could not consecrate their lambs to the Lord. Although most of the many people who came from Ephraim, Manasseh, Issachar, and Zebulun had not purified themselves, yet they ate the Passover, contrary to what was written. But Hezekiah prayed for them, saying, May the Lord, who is good, pardon everyone who sets their heart on seeking God, the Lord, the God of their ancestors, even if they are not clean according to the rules of the sanctuary. And the Lord heard Hezekiah and healed the people. Mm. Um, I can pass it to Monique. I stopped
1: at verse one. on. on. Now
7: The Israelites who were present right. in Jerusalem celebrated the feast of unleavened um, bread for seven days with great rejoicing, while the Levites increased to the Lord every day occupied by the Lord's instruments of Christ. Hezekiah spoke, encouraging to all the Levites who showed good understanding of the service of the Lord. For the seven days, they ate their assigned portion and offered fellowship for offerings in praise of the Lord, their God of their fathers. The whole assembly then agreed to celebrate the festival seven more days. So for another seven days, they celebrated joyfully. Hezekiah, king of Judea, provided a thousand bulls and seven thousand sheep and goats for the assembly and the officials offered them with a thousand bulls and 10,000 sheep and goats. A great number of priests consecrated themselves. The entire assembly of Judea uh, rejoiced, along with the priests and Levites, and all who had assembled from Israel, including the aliens who had come from Israel, mm-hmm. those who lived in Judah. There was great joy in Jerusalem. For since the days of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, had been nothing like this in Jerusalem. The priests and Levites stood to bless the people, and God heard them, for their prayer reached heaven his holy dwelling place. Lawrence, when all this had ended...
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Lawrence, finishes off at 31.
7: Oh, okay.
4: Alright. Uh, when all this had ended, the Israelites... Who were there went out to the towns of Judah, smashed the sacred stones, and cut down the Asherah poles. They destroyed the high places and the altars throughout Judah <clears throat> and Benjamin and in Ephraim and Manasseh. After they had destroyed all of them, the Israelites returned to their own towns and to their own property. Amen.
0: There we go. So reflect on that. Yep, that was the end of it. Oh. That was the end of the <laughs> verse. So uh, what stood out to you? What inspiration did you get from this passage? And what type of instructions do we get from this passage?
4: Man, yet again, we see this cycle of... Um, of just coming back to the Lord mm-hmm. and tearing down some high places um, man, one of the things I realize is that for 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 many, especially in the church, we could see this cycle and do a lot of talk or um we could see this cycle and make a difference cuz the cycle is still going on today
0: hey
4: mm-hmm. um i look at our president as an example of an of a king and <clears throat> um i you know somebody sent me something hey look what um president trump said that was that was good of course he was reading off a teleprompter Um, but the thing that I realized it doesn't change is it's how many high places is he trying to tear down? I can get you so focused on a bunch of agendas, um, get you so focused on a bunch of agendas. And, um, I like the feeling of this right here is like, we're about one agenda and that is being who God has called for us to be and serving him wholeheartedly. And this is what we're gonna do, you know, I'm calling all these people from over here, all these people from over there, we gonna, you know, I'm sending letters. we're gonna go into towns, we're gonna march together, we're gonna tear down high places. I'm gonna encourage my priests. I'm gonna get my priests and tell them to consecrate themselves um I begin to in some ways feel, um, a conviction of like God, what things am I consecrating? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, or how am I consecrating myself? And and what sacrifices do I need to bring after oh. I consecrate myself? So those are like two questions mm-hmm. that are that are stirring in my heart right now. Um, God, how do I consecrate myself? And um, what sacrifices do I need to bring? Amen.
0: That's good. That's good. Thanks for sharing that.
4: Aaron.
0: What uh, did you have something? Uh bro,
3: just just verse um chapter 30, verse 6 through 10, bro, when he like gathers all the couriers, the couriers, writes the letter and sends it out. That letter went so hard. Israelites return to the Lord the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. So I'm not going to read the whole thing Come in on. the essence of time. <laughs> Chapter 30, verse 6 through 10, that letter. I'm taking that to heart.
0: Amen. Amen. Yeah, it is 7 a.m., So, but i want going to let uh, David, if you have something, uh, Monique, um, did you have a reflection on this? What stood out to you, what inspiration?
1: Real fast, I was just going to say 10 and 11. This is just, to me, it's just like, Reminds me, to, it's a it's a call to arms type of thing to me. It's like a charge to the people, like hey, it's time. It's just time for us to to just do our job. It's time. The time is now. That's what I got from that
0: Amen. job.
7: Um, the same the same verses um, starting you know at six, and he's kind of pointing out that um, you spiritually we can run away, mm-hmm. but we can always come back let's go um for however long whatever we chose to do we can always choose to, to run towards god let's go um and to submit to him
0: mm-hmm. that's good go. amen paola did you have something yeah. mm-hmm. i don't have any i was just listening okay yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i love that i love that we can return back to god and i love that they was like we are about to give it all we about to tear down we about to purify and uh that's what god has been speaking to me personally it's like and i think even not just personally but as a nation that we need to clean up our act we need to get back wholeheartedly to god so uh man this is powerful this is uh this is this we gotta, is we gotta
1: like, pray for our leaders yes even trump
0: Yes. He needs prayer. Exactly. Because he's human. He, he's he dust. was put in office for a purpose. Amen. So. Amen. So what? Uh, who hasn't prayed yet? Um, let's see. Who wants to pray? Who wants to close us out in prayer? Payola. Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so
5: much for this time. Thank you for everyone who here on this call and for those who couldn't be on it, Lord, thank you for all of the wonderful promises and the stories and uh, the warnings that we learn about in your word, Lord. I pray that you would help us to uh, retain the knowledge, both pr- the promises and also um, the warnings um, for our good. I pray that you would um, just help us to write in on our hearts so that we can uh, use them, not just in our times of trouble, but also in our times of joy and when we um, mm-hmm. need to be there to be able to comfort others. Thank you for all your promises. Thank you that they are always yes in Christ. I pray that you would um, help us to take hold of them, that you would help us to um, want to search for them, to want to know them so that we can use them um, at the right time and for the right purpose, Lord. I just thank you and praise you and pray that we all have um, safe days and that you watch our going out and our coming in. In
0: Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen thanks for joining word in 3d it was definitely different today and uh, i think it went well with the lesson about making improv and changes
1: (laughs) so uh yes find a way make a way find a way make a way find a way make a way because it's always yahweh yahweh
0: Ah. i thank god for you guys and i thank god for you um Know who you are Adam Takeda, Shannon and Joe Lewis, Jody, Dan Mayhew, Aaron, Paola Scott, Sophia Williams, Troy Olson, David Kamara, Jesse Miller, and Tracy, Charles Mays, Katie Brando, and my boy Lawrence Webb. Yeah, I'm sorry. Lawrence, <laughs> you gotta
3: choreograph something for this, bro. For the beat, we can all do it
7: together.
3: <laughs> Let's go.
0: They better get you down with I'll be in the face, it,
3: but y'all do the fly stuff.
0: That'll work right Alright, I'll see work. y'all tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Peace out.
3: Love you, y'all.